everybody. My name is Brianne Mann. I'm the director of the Academic Advising Center for our College of Education and Community Innovation. Thanks for joining our podcast, Chachi Connect. We are here today with two guests, Dr. Kathy Bailey and Professor Gail Zemmel. Would you each like to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Gail Zemmel. I'm a faculty member in the Department of Hospitality and Tourism Management. I've taught at Grand Valley for 15 years. Hard to believe that. And um, I have a lot of practical experience as well in the hospitality world. My name is Dr. Kathy Bailey, and I'm a professor in the School of Criminology, Criminal Justice, and Legal Studies. I've been at Grand Valley for about 30 years, and prior to that, I've had a lot of experience in the juvenile justice system. And we are so glad that Gail and Kathy are here with us today. In advising, we like to refer our students to a multitude of resources across campus, and one very important resource, our faculty as mentors. Not only are your faculty experts in their field and um, helpful in the classroom, but they also like to meet with students outside of the classroom and talk about career goals and other questions that you might have about the fields that they are so passionate about and know so much about. So we're going to get some information from Kathy and from Gail today to help you out. Um, So if one of you could start or either one who wants to go first, talk about a career experience that you gained prior to teaching at GVSU. Um, I spent 11 years at the Double J Resort, which at the time was a full-service resort in western Michigan. It's located halfway between Muskegon and Ludington. And while there, my job title was Ambassador of Fun. Yep, best job title you could ever have. And basically, I was responsible for recreation, entertainment, and aquatics, and uh, grew those three different areas um, at the resort through the 11 years that I worked there. Thanks, Gail. And I remember the whole first several weeks or months that you first started at Grand Valley, you would always introduce yourself as Fun Gail and talk about being an ambassador of fun. And you've definitely brought that with you to Grand Valley. What about you, Kathy? What's an experience that you gained prior to teaching at GVSU? Um, Well, I worked for about 14 years in the juvenile justice system at the juvenile court here at Kent County and did a number of uh, positions, the last one being I was an intensive probation officer working with the most at-risk youth in in Kent County. And it was just an incredible experience because I think it really laid the foundation for what I teach today. Mm -hmm. And I got to know Kathy really well early in my years at Grand Valley through organizations that take our student interns. Kathy developed so many relationships outside in the community with um, juvenile justice centers and organizations that help our criminal justice students get experience in their field. So could both of you now maybe talk about what led you to teaching? Gail, you can go first. I actually taught high school. Uh, right out of college. So my bachelor's and my master's degree are both in public education. Um, And I do want to just mention that you never know where you're going to end up and everybody's lives take some very interesting turns. And mine clearly did. I I taught uh, high school special ed for six years um, outside of outside of Lansing. And then I 
Um, what led me to teach there, to be honest, and, and a bunch of you who are trying to figure out what degree to go into at this point might share a similar story, was that I really found a lot of growth and passion and love at, at working at summer camps. And I'm like, hey, this is when I was 19 or 20. Hey, if I teach, I can have my summers off and I can continue my life in summer camps. And the truth is, what I didn't understand is what I got from summer camps when I was 19 and 20 and leading and directing young kids at that point through struggles and growth and all of those things at summer camp is really what I love about teaching as well. How about you, Kathy? What led you to teaching? Well, I really had no intention of going into teaching here at Grand Valley, but um, was recruited by Grand Valley to teach in the criminal justice system and develop the juvenile justice uh, program. And I wasn't going to do it because my doctorate is in psychology, and I was going to go out and hang my shingle and, and work with these delinquent youth and the youth at risk here in, the, in Kent County until Dr. Jonathan White um, explained to me that he said, if you're going to go out there, how many youth do you think you'll change? And I said, he said, over the course of your career. And I said, I don't know, maybe two, 300, depending how many youth I would see over the years. And he said, what if I told you if you taught, you could bring that expertise and change the world for kids that are in the juvenile justice system by teaching them what you know, understand, encouraging them, and setting a foundation for their further understanding of what's best in the juvenile justice system, as well as continue to work in the community and um, do the work that you love to do, which is uh, affect policies and procedures and, and work with multiple agencies. So that's what I got into teaching for when I realized what an impact it would have on students um, and their lives. I love that. What a ripple effect you just described. Um, you might both be shocked to know this, but we do find that students in college, not just at Grand Valley, I'm sure, they're a little afraid to come and talk to a faculty member at first outside the classroom to approach or to ask questions. Um, and so we spend a lot of time in advising, encouraging that relationship and just c coaching students to reach out and, and start a relationship. Um, what might you say to those students that fear that a bit and just have a little apprehension? And what to you as a faculty mentor, what is your role as a mentor? I always find it surprising that students in the between uh, kindergarten and 12th grade really look at their teachers as somebody that that will support them and help them and in all kinds of ways, academic, social, emotional, all kinds of ways. And then somehow when those same students end up in college or at Grand Valley, somehow they think that we're, us faculty aren't really the same. And I, and I don't know why, how that happens or why that happens, but I believe that every faculty member at Grand Valley is here in order to make sure that students learn and grow to the best of their ability. And, um, and so that's why we really are here, and I have no idea why that changes. I'd have to agree with uh, Gail that I think there is some mystique about going and visiting professors like they have a doctorate and so that they are unapproachable or unwilling to, to spend time with students. And, um, you know, my hope is that students would attempt to go and, and meet with their professors, give them a chance, go to their office hours. Um, 
you know, I always start out every class with this thing, to know means to be transformed by that knowing, and if we don't get to know somebody, just like if we don't get to know the material we're studying, we're not going to be transformed by that. I just would want students, I, I encourage them. I think that when you're in a classroom especially, you know, some professors might be more accessible, much more, um, oh, how, how do I want to say it, more open to seeing students. I think all of us want to see students, but, you know, pick a faculty that kind of resonates with who you are and how you see the world and, and just come to their office and sit down and talk with them and, you know, share your dreams and your hopes and maybe even your fears about school. But I think, um, I think to, to truly be transformed by knowing somebody, you have to get to know them. So. And the good news is that after that first initial approach or conversation happens, students are usually at ease and know that their faculty do care about them, especially in Chechi, because we have such a great group of faculty in each of our, our programs. So as we're encouraging students to reach out and start that relationship, what's a good tip that you might offer? Should they email, come up after class? How can they you know, respect your time or, or sort of initiate that conversation? What, do you, what advice would you give? I always am impressed with the student who, after the first or second meeting, after class, the first or second time we meet, comes up to me and says, hi, my name is, I'm really excited to learn from you, or I'm really excited to be in their class. And they shake my hand, and that's it. That, that's all they say. And, and then I think of that student as, oh, here's somebody who does want to form a relationship or does want to have um, maybe form a relationship is the wrong word, but they, they are interested in the fact that I am teaching them. And then I kind of look at them in, in a different way. So how easy is that? I strongly encourage that you just go to your faculty after the first or second meeting and introduce yourself. Plus, it makes it so much easier to know your name. And I really like to know students' names, but it is really hard. So that's also really helpful. Again, I'd have to agree with Gail is I just enjoy the fact when a student will come up after class and tell me they're excited to be in this class and to learn and, and um, be changed in, by that class. But I think, too, I encourage people to come to my office hours. I, I say, I, I really need to get to know you. I, I tend to know names. I don't know why I remember names, but I do. <laughs> and I'll just say, come and see me. The, the, the worst part of my day is if I'm sitting in office hours and no students are in my office because then I'm forced to do, like, work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd much rather spend my time talking with students, developing those relations, providing connections with them, seeing where they're going, because then I feel like I have that more personal um, relationship where we can explore different opportunities. I've got you in my mind, and when something comes up, I... I can say, this is where I think you should try this, or I want to introduce you to somebody. So I can't have a relationship with you unless you come to my office and talk, and I can't help you make connections. And I'm your gonna, Gail and I are going to be your biggest supporters. We're your advocates. You're, we're, we want to be your mentors. We want to be the people that um, support you in your professional and, and maybe even personal development as you're moving forward in your life. Perfect advice. Such a simple thing to do to start an authentic relationship. So hopefully that gives some students some encouragement. How would you um, advise students that maybe things aren't going well for them? You know, we all have failures, but I think when students fail a class or make a mistake or have a big oops moment, what should they do next? How can they get back on track? And how have you maybe seen yourself as a role in helping in the past? Let me say what not to do. Don't keep it a secret. I can't help if I don't know. 
And that's the advice. If I, I, and you can tell me personally. You can email me. You can, well, don't really call me, but you can call me. <laughs> but um, don't keep it a secret. I would also say don't wait till the end of the semester. Um, I, I really struggle as a professor between looking at the independence of a student and still wanting to be kind of a mother hen over students. And, you know, I, I will write you and say, hey, I'm kind of concerned about this. Can we talk about it? What's going on? Um, actually, professors have a lot of um, ability to be to work with you on different issues and have different ideas and suggestions. And they have lots of options. And, but they can't provide you, like Gail said, with those options unless you come and see them. So don't wait. Don't keep it a secret. Um, talk to your faculty member about what are some of the options that will help you get through this semester, learn, and be successful. Thank you. All right. Kathy and Gail do so many things besides teach at Grand Valley. They have so many projects and um, career-related accomplishments that they could probably brag about all day. So I'd like to give them a chance to do that. I think there's something pretty exciting coming up for them next semester. Do you want to talk about what you've got in the works? So one of the things that I've, that, like I said kind of in the beginning, is that my life has taken a lot of turns. And I actually am really proud that when opportunities um, came in front, when I was presented with opportunities, that I opened the door and I walked through. And one of the things that I did was I joined the Peace Corps after I had uh, started teaching high school. With that, it just really created this passion of international travel and and my interest in learning more about other cultures. I was super excited when in 2017 I was able to lead a study abroad trip to Italy. Um, and then in 2019, I was able to lead a study abroad trip to Costa Rica. And sadly, in 2020, that didn't happen. And then in 2022, or 20, it'll be 2023, I should say, we, are, Grand Valley the Hospitality Department and the General Education Department are bringing back the Costa Rica study abroad trip. I needed somebody else to go with me. And uh, sat, sadly, probably for Kathy Bailey, her office and her sitting in her office waiting for students to come to office hours is on my path to go to my to go to my classroom every single day, every single semester. So I asked Kathy if she wanted to teach and uh, go to Costa Rica with students and with myself. Uh, May 4th through May 26th, um, we'll be teaching two uh, general education classes. So if you still are looking for some gen ed credits, come with us. In my class, International Food and Culture, we will do things like uh, learn about the process of making chocolate. And um, during our time there, we'll do one homestay. And when you're staying with that Costa Rican family, you'll have to cook with the senora or watch the senora cook, depending on the senora herself. So lots of really great opportunities uh, in Costa Rica. So come with us. You can go to GBS, I mean, yeah, gbsu.edu slash study abroad and find out more about our program. Plus, I think Kathy's got something to say, too. I think what's so incredibly unique about this opportunity is that it reflects my whole life is that 
you know, when I graduated with an undergraduate degree, I toured for a couple years in a band, and then I started working with emotionally disturbed kids, and then I got into the court, and then I came to Grand Valley. And I think, you know, one of the things when Gail hollered down the hall, hey, Bailey, you want to go to Costa Rica? It was like, this is just another opportunity for an adventure. And folks, um, life is full of adventures, and when those opportunities come, you just got to grab them. And this Costa Rica trip for me was one. I said, sure, what will I do? Because <laughs> I, I figured she didn't want me to, like, deal with delinquent youth there. But um, she said, can you, you know, we talked about teaching this geotourism class. And what is so unique about Grand Valley is that this opportunity, I've been working with a number of people from hospitality and tourism to become aware of um, these issues and, and, and looking at geotourism and how people use their land and their resources in ways that um, are going to promote the overall health of that country. So Gail is my mentor for this one, and I have just thoroughly enjoyed working with her. Um, her personality is, is exciting, it's adventurous, and uh, she cares deeply about students. And I think, you know, that's what I want students to do, to always bring a heart of a learner, to always bring an opportunity for them to see the world themselves and others differently. And to that end, uh, this Pura is... Vida. Yes. Pura Vida. Yes. Pura Vida. That's right. I am so excited for you both, and I just learned something new. I've known you both for a very long time, and I did not know that Gail was in the Peace Corps, and I did not know that Kathy was in a band. So, yay. And this is how exciting it is to get to know your faculty. So... With that, we are going to bid you adieu from our podcast today on faculty mentorship. Hopefully, you will reach out to Kathy, to Gail, to many of the other wonderful faculty in Chechi. And keeping with tradition, I will end our episode today with the cheesy Chechi quote, wherever you go in life, there you are. (laughs) 